Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everybody. It is so great to be connecting with all of you on this amazing day. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. And for those of you, you're probably like me. Well, maybe not, but you're kind of plugging into the uh, Olympics. I I don't know. Benny, are you plugging into the Olympics at all? Yeah, I caught a little bit of it yesterday. Looking pretty good. Uh, America, I believe we're leading the medal count, which is always a good thing. I think we kind of got like bumped up over the weekend because of the swimming a little bit yeah. and so forth mm-hmm. and so on mm-hmm. in the in the goal. But it's kind of exciting. Yeah, it's pretty you intense. Know, I, I was I, watching. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who are you watching? Uh, I was watching the cycling, to be honest. Man, those guys like oh. I know it takes like a long time to get around the, you know, the country and in, in their course. But like oh. there was a lot of strategy and actually more strategy than I ex- ever had expected in yeah. cycling. Did you watch the U.S. women? Uh, did you see the U.S. woman who was leading almost the entire last part of the race? And gee, I just cried <laughs> just watching her just like gut it out. And I thought, come on, pedal faster. Just a couple seconds. Pedal faster. <laughs> and, you know, she gave it her best, though. Yeah. I... Gave it, what got, got us to be a little nail biting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she finished safely. Yep. That's all that matters. She finished safely. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, this is really kind of part, part of what I love to talk about is to see how through other people's perspectives, what life means for them and especially what life means, whether you are a, an Olympian or you have a passion and a purpose in life. You know, many times we hear about the stories of, uh, of some of the pain and some of the suffering that people have gone through just to get there. I was listening to the one swimmer last night uh, who was actually uh, doing some interviews today, the one swimmer that was in the, the 100 who had a genetic, uh, 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 I, what do I call it? Let's just call it a, a, a genetic issue with this chest plate and thought perhaps that maybe he couldn't swim and all of a sudden now overcame that, you know, that what most people would say, that deep, deep uh, wound or trauma of having that to become an Olympian. And that's what today's show is about for all of you. It, you know, it's so great to be able to bring somebody on to talk with us about what the heck this means when we are so ready and being called to heal and what that becomes when we are just not a able to see it. But Sharon Critchfield joining me here today has written a book, Waking Up to Heal. 
Now I got a, I, I can totally relate to what Sharon is putting her book here and what she's writing about, because I think all of us are now having an opportunity to wake up. And when we wake up, why doesn't it always feel so joyful? You know, why aren't we jumping up and down, you know, so thrilled that, oh my gosh, I'm now having an epiphany. What if part of the waking up had to do with something within our psyche, something within our experience that was calling forth to be healed? How do we even begin to look at that? Sharon has been working people, working with people to help folks understand what it means to wake up and heal. She does this as a Reiki master. Distance Reiki is something else that she does, and it is powerful. I'm telling you, it's powerful. You know, when I had shoulder surgery, Benny, Benny and I could talk surgery stories here, but, you know, when I had the shoulder surgery, the most powerful thing that I could point to was the healing that I got, both distance healing as well as Reiki healing, healing right on. But here today, She has written this incredible book that talks about the idea of healing beyond sometimes what we can see. Sharon, it's great to have you here. It's so great to, you know what I'm really struck by? And welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Thank you for doing what you do. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It's a thrill to be here. It is a thrill to have you here. I, I have to tell you, I'm, I, I'm not going to talk the whole show about the Olympics, but I want you know how I know that we are making progress in holistic wellness. Do you want to know how I know that? Of course. Here it is. When you see the backs of the Olympic swimmers and and Michael Phelps in particular, and you see these round circular bruise marks on his back from this, oh my gosh, do I say it? Cupping method that I have had experience with. That's how you know that we are now moving into a level of acceptance about healing that we have not had before, right? Because, and it's funny, Sharon, when you listen to these announcers, they don't know how to talk about it. They talk about it, they just, it's just, it's don't worry, folks, it's this Chinese method, right? But if you looked at Michael Phelps last night before he was getting ready to jump in, you know, to the water for the hundred, right? People were looking and these announcers didn't know what to say. But here you are. Give us the skinny today on where we've come in terms of healing. What have you seen happen here? Oh, and actually, not that many years ago, I think yeah. we were pretty closed down. <laughs> and um, uh, it seems kind of all of a sudden, it probably isn't. But I think uh, it's not quite in the mainstream yet. Nope. But I think more people are thinking about it than actually maybe feeling comfortable enough to verbalize it in conversation. Um, but I think people are actually thinking about it. And you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, it's not always pleasant. You know, you don't always have a really happy experience with your epiphany, you know, because there are things you need to deal with, you know, pure and simple. That's what it means. You're here to deal with whatever it is you're supposed to heal in this lifetime. And that's what your waking up is about. 
Well, I mean, don't you have to really love it, though, when we've got people like a Michael Phelps? I, I mean, can you imagine now in the world, right? And this is just one form of an ancient healing modality, right? And today we're right. going to talk about many things that you've pointed out in your book. But don't you love it now that when you Google this, if Google, I mean, I'm even shocked I'm even saying that word. But if you Google <laughs> this, you are going to see all over the place, right? Everybody's right. talking about it. USA Today, the New York Times, five hours ago, three hours ago. What are mm -hmm. those purple circles? And they're talking about an ancient Chinese method. And I will guarantee that if you are a swimmer and an athlete, you're thinking to yourself, wow, I need to get me some of that. What do we need to do from your point of view to have the same kind of reaction happening to this amazing you know, modality, this amazing form of energy, healing, Reiki, whatever we want to talk about today, in your opinion, what do we think needs to happen to this? Because this is huge, I think. I mean, sure, we can talk about a lot of different things. But really, isn't this about time we got kind of go all mainstream about what healing could be about? Absolutely. And I think what it's going to take is it's going to take an open mind. People have got mm. to be open to these things. A lot of times people are not open until it hits close to home for them. Perhaps they're dealing with an illness or some chronic pain, and they're seeking yeah. out alternative methods to deal with it. It yeah. almost has to be uncomfortable for the actual person before they'll even buy into or begin searching uh, these things and seeing how actually successful they are and yeah. have been for, you know, who knows how long. They're ancient. You know, and for us to begin to accept them and even, you know, on the Olympic stage or is just wonderful, just yeah. wonderful, Bring, brings eyes to it uh, that may not have considered the possibilities before. No kidding, right? Because, I mean, think mm -hmm. about it, and, and Michael Phelps has talked about this, because in his vanity previously to this Olympics, you know, I don't think he would be caught, you know, like, uh, wouldn't be caught at all with anything like that going on. But, it, you know, you talk about so many things in your book, and first of all, I want to thank you for coming out and uh, getting out of the closet here and talking about this. But more importantly for today's show, we're going to give copies of the book away, but I also right. want to talk about what it is you've discovered on the way to healing. And I love what you said because I'm kind of like you. I had to have a few surgeries and, and, and really kind of get knocked down on my knees about my own health before I could wake up. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Sharon about what is important about this process? You know, why do some of us have to be brought to our knees, including a Michael Phelps, before we will, shall I say it, Sharon? Wake up. Waking up to heal, folks. 1-800-930-2819. We've got a great show. Oh, this is amazing. And I got to tell you, what you've put together here, Sharon, in this book, if folks were to pick this book up and read it, perhaps, perhaps, they would discover the miracle of healing. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back.
Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Hi, I'm Tim Darter. And I'm Steve Kramer. Join us on Spirit Fire Radio. Discover how to add the mechanics of meditation to your day. And watch yourself connect in a whole new way. Find the amazing moments in life's routines that often pass us by. Add to your awareness with Spirit Fire Radio. Tune in each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for your weekly guide to practical mindfulness. And to learn more, visit www.spiritfireradio.com. Get ready to rid yourself of all that is weighing you down and holding you back from living the life you want for yourself. Coming Clean, The Art of Transparency with Katherine Moss is a hit show for women in recovery who are ready to live life on purpose. Tune in and let Katherine help you live your truth one day at a time. Live each Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong for the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease we are not going to let you down we're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio the message will continue the conversations will become stronger and the healing epic Awaken to your radiant, authentic self. For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people and living a soul-directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose Advocate. The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life-affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Oh, thank you, Benny, playing that song. How sweet is that? Benny's telling me he loves me again. I like that. Uh, okay, everybody, don't get all weirded blessing, out. It's kind of like blessing. this mother-son <laughs> relationship thing here, everybody. 
Uh, Benny's the longest, almost the longest relationship I've ever had right there with Mr. <laughs> Benny. <laughs> it's sad. I you only think. know the truth on that one, so. Oh, boy. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by boom. Benny, you're going to love that we're going to be bringing back some of the crust-busting things. Awesome. Uh, terrific Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Fasten your seatbelt on that. I got fired up about it. But today, it's all about the healing. Waking up to heal with author. Joining me here today, author, healer, somebody that's gone through the suffering that can talk about this. Uh, Sharon Critchfield joining me here today. But I want to say, Benny, we have copies of the book to give away. So let's just let everybody know about that. And as a matter of fact, let's give one of the books away. Two, you know, we have two to give away. Uh, let's do this first caller, Waking Up to Heal. And I'll tell you why in a minute I love this book, because it's all out on the table here for Sharon. It's all out on the table. 1-800-930-2819. Sharon, thank you for today. And you and I were talking during a break, and I know we're going to talk about, you know, the book and the essence of it. But the big question is, is what was your waking up like that catapulted you essentially to sit down and write this book? What did you wake up to and how was that waking up process for you? I believe it began when I was quite young. Um, my growing up was a little bit different. Of course, in the 60s, I guess it was pretty yeah, pretty mainstream to be mm-hmm. in an evangelical household. And I mean, mm-hmm. we were very strict about it, my parents. I mean, we went every time the doors opened, three times a week. And um, But my religious experience was very rigid and followed a set of rules that even as a young child, I didn't quite buy into. I never really told anybody that because I didn't want to be ostracized in my own church family. But as I got older, especially when I met my husband, I just began to question some of those what I called spiritual truths that I'd become to believe from that religious experience as a child. And uh, that's when I kind of started to do a little research But it wasn't until I actually went through some pretty tough experiences Mm. that it it caused me to sit back and re-examine those spiritual truths. And actually, I credit those spiritual truths with the success of my own healing. Mm. It, It was the experiences, I guess, that led me to develop the spiritual truth, which then led me to heal. Mm. You know, one of the things I, I read in your book and I and I and I, I I noted several things, but there's a quote that you have in the book uh under the chapter you refer to as the call. And the quote mm-hmm. is, it is both a blessing and a curse to feel things so deeply. And mm-hmm. I I was struck by that because I can reflect back on my own life and I have heard this now thousands of people that we've had on the show say the same thing is that sometimes the, the awakening or the waking up reveals some emotions that you just were not in touch with before. Can you talk about that? Now, obviously that quote is in this book for a reason. And I would love for you to talk about this a little bit more. 
This is so important. I talked about that in or the context that I wanted that quote to be in was mm-hmm. that the fa- about the fact that uh, the sensitivities of people are their gift. You know, there are people out there who are quite empathic and feel everything very, very deeply. And I was always, people always, my whole life, talked about, you're so sensitive, you know, and like it was a bad thing to be. (laughs) Well, I never considered it to be a bad thing until I had some of these things that happened to me that cut so deep that you just think, oh, how am I ever going to pull myself out of this grief or this emotion that I'm feeling? You know, so that's where the curse comes in. But the blessing is that you're able to feel what other people feel. And in essence, then you're able to help them through it. And so that's the blessing that I find Mm -hmm. in being able to be so sensitive. And I will never apologize for crying through a commercial or, you know, (laughs) crying tears with somebody who's telling me, you know, their story at a dinner party. You know, I'm not going to apologize for that. That is my way of cluing in, you know, and helping and helping someone next to me. Yeah. And you know what I love about that is that it absolutely is crying is one of the oldest forms of release that we know of. Uh, And yet we go through our society today really talking about how we can withhold, you know, that expression for ourselves, you know, how we can hold back on those things. But healing and what you've discovered for your life is, is something that has become so vital and important in today's world. And, I, and I, I, I would love for you to talk about this, you know, the way you talk about it in the book, because we live in a pill, potion, or lotion society, right? Mm-hmm. Let me get the right. pill, the potion, and the lotion. So when we see a Michael Phelps saying, no, 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 I, we're not going to do the pill, we're not going to do the potion, and maybe we will do a little lotion, but we're going to call upon some ancient techniques that were happening. And, and so here we are today, Dr. Oz saying energy medicine is the next frontier. It is really the now frontier, isn't it, Sharon? Isn't that what you're discovering and have discovered and what you're bringing forth in the world? Yes. In fact, probably my main philosophy that I would like to get across is that everybody has the power to heal themselves. Okay, the power is within everybody. You choose what you want to do at any given moment. If you wish to let your abuser or the person who has done wrong to you have that power, that is your choice. What I'm saying is take that power back and don't give it away. Use that power to heal yourself, whether it be with an ancient modality like Reiki or whatever you choose it to be. Healing comes in many forms, you know. Uh, For many, it's music or art or creativity or journaling or whatever. Whatever your way of healing is, take back your power and do it. Take the responsibility. I think some a lot of people are so unhappy these days, and they don't know why. You know, why do I have insomnia? Why do I have these aches and pains that I can't explain and no doctor can tell me what's wrong? You know, why do I feel this? kind of depressed and stuck in a dead-end job and like I have no purpose. 
Well, it's because there's things there that need to be addressed. You know, there's some healing, maybe even perhaps some forgiveness that yeah. needs to be present uh, in order to move on with your life. And yeah. that's probably my main message with the book is that you do have the power to do it yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I was I was really struck by a number of different things in the book, but I was I was most moved by the world of unlimited possibilities around the idea of healing and uh, mm-hmm. thinking about how untapped this potentiality is for us. Now, I know you work with people you do. You, you know, you work with people either up close or from afar. And I would love for you mm-hmm. to talk a little bit about this whole idea of distance healing uh, because it's so powerful. You know, we talk quite easily about the power of prayer, let's say. We, we will mm-hmm. talk about how a community can pray for somebody they don't even know and things will change around. What have we learned about waking up to heal, how it can be done, when it can be done, who it can be done with. Let's take a short break, everybody. When we come back, all of the above and the phone lines are open if you want to connect directly with Sharon on the show today. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with the show. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Are you ready to start winning at the game of life? Lynn Brown, host of Get Into It, Winning at the Game of Life, is here to help you reach places and goals that you never thought possible. Lynn is an intuitive healer with a specialized background in financial healing. She combines her intuitive nature and her wholesome approach to financial planning. To learn more about her financial planning services, contact her personally at letter R, letter U, intuit.com. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. 
Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Do you want to achieve your goals? Do you want to strengthen relationships with others? Do you want to improve your financial status? Colette Marie Steffen is partnering with Mark Kettenbach to bring you an energetic upgrade online experience. Unfold and develop your full potential. Visit energeticupgrade.com today for more information. That's energeticupgrade.com. everybody welcome back thank you so much for you know tuning us in turning us on and if you want to find out more about the dr pat show certainly you can do that by going to the dr pat show.com if you want to find out more about transformation talk radio go ahead and go to transformation talk radio.com and then sharon why don't we give out the best way for people to first of all find out more about you and your healing work as well as um how they can get a copy of the book? Um, well, I have my own website. Uh, it's just www.sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, Critchfield, C-R-I-T-C-H-F-I-E-L-D.com. And I run a weekly blog there. Uh, there's an online store. Um, that's where the Reiki, uh, where you can look up the Reiki and I offer. I've mm-hmm. also uh, written several ebooks that are on there. And uh, then they can buy the book also from the website, or it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, the Balboa Press website as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I said this before, uh, but I want to thank you for all that you do. And I want to thank you for inviting people to learn about this. I mean, whether it is, and you say this in the book, how we can take back our power, how to heal after trauma. Um, And you don't really leave anything out. You know, you're talking about addiction, depression, abuse, death. It doesn't matter. You know, those of us that have had trauma in our lives, whether it be childhood abuse or otherwise, um, there's some healing that needs to happen. And I, I was so curious to talk with you about what have you seen in the people you work with? You know, is there a recurring theme? Uh, and, you know, how is it that you help people perhaps see, see things that they cannot see for themselves? You know what I'm saying? I know that I couldn't see it for myself. That's why you and I were talking about this before is I had to get like seriously sick. You know, before, like, I would just be like, uh-oh, I better pay attention to something else here, right? <laughs> right. And Well, you know, it didn't come easily for me either. In the midst yeah. of everything I was going through, I was in survival mode, just like everybody else. You know, mm-hmm. it was much, much later in my life that I began to see, hmm, 
you know, I really need to work on that. You know, I'm <laughs> harboring some anxiety. But like you said, it wasn't until, you know, I had some what I call wake-up moments, <laughs> you know, like uh, getting sick. And um, But the way I help others is, like you said, it's hard for somebody to see for themselves what it is that they need to face. And most of the time what people come to me for is because they're in some kind of chronic pain or they're getting over a surgery. And um, so, first of all, you know, I do my thing, but then we start talking about, hmm, wonder why we have this pain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I believe that every dis-ease out there has an emotional base. So we need to look at the emotions behind what's causing us to be sick. You know, when I had my um, digestive issues practically my whole entire life, um, and then finally emergency surgery one night and had 30% of my colon removed, I started thinking, hmm, what is it that I haven't been able to stomach? Well, you know, that's a digestive issue. What have you not been able to stomach? And, of course, I could look back on, abuse, you know, all this kind of stuff and go, okay, maybe if I address that, then everything else would get better. And sure enough, that's what happens when Mm -hmm. you address those things that you need to address. So that's kind of the way I point people uh, when I'm in the middle of talking with them. You know, if you were to sit down and make a list, you know, of the top three people in your life, you feel like you need to forgive or the one event that happened in your life that you have the most trouble dealing with, you know, bring it to the surface, bring it into your awareness, and then begin to look at how can you heal from this? Mm -hmm. I'd start with the emotions. What emotions did you feel at the time that was happening to you? Yeah, it's not pleasant. You know, you're going to dig up some things that aren't pleasant, but (laughs) the results far outweigh, you know, the little bit of unpleasantness that you have to go through. And what was really super or probably one of my biggest aha moments when I was trying to heal from my abuse was that I found some recurring patterns in my life that I I was doing right now that I actually used as coping mechanisms back when I was eight years old. Yeah. You know what I love about what you're saying right there? Here's what I love about it. Those recurring things, they become normal. So it's brilliant Mm -hmm. that you were able to see it because it's hard to see that when you're doing that thing over and over and over again, it doesn't seem unusual, right? (laughs) Right. And it wasn't until I could link it back to the horrible thing that happened to me that, you know what? It was automatically healed. I did not do that recurring pattern ever again. It's like the minute I brought it into the awareness and I went, well, let's let that go. It (laughs) it let go. And case in point was I used to hide in my bedroom as a child uh, to escape the person when they were there. Okay. Well, in my adulthood, I found myself, the minute I got home from work, I just, I go hide in the bedroom. It was my escape. 
And I've always used the bedroom as my escape. And uh, when I finally realized that, I came out of the bedroom, so to speak, and never used it again for an escape. Didn't mm. need it. Saw the, the correlation, let it go. That was it. And it can be that simple. It's just that people have to bring it into their awareness. They have to you know, think about it a little bit and decide to let it go. And I think people have the power to do that for anything they want to let go. Yeah. You know, even yeah. abuse. You know, um, it's I once read that for any disease that you have, you always have to ask yourself, who is it that I need to forgive? Oh. And I believe that forgiveness is perhaps one of the main reasons that we're here. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a whole stigma behind forgiveness. People think that it needs to be a face-to-face confrontation yes. or it needs, or you're, you're um, somehow saying it's okay what happened to you. That's not what forgiveness is at all. Forgiveness yeah. is for you. It's not for them. It's simply saying, I don't want you to have my power anymore. You're releasing that attachment that that person has had over you. That's all it is. You know, and I think if people were to understand that part of forgiveness, maybe it would be easier for them. I think it's brilliant that you that we're talking about this right here, because mm-hmm. I think that out of all the misconceptions, Sharon, that we, we could have in the world. Right. I mean, tons. Everybody's different mm-hmm. out of all the misconceptions. This thing about Hi, forgiveness, I think, so- is one of the 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 greatest either misconception or misunderstood concept that we have right now in the world. Some cultures do it really well. And someone uh, shared with me the other day, I was reading a book by the the gentleman that wrote the Jonathan Living Seagull uh, uh, story. And one of the quotes in, in his book, and his book was called uh, something like, Thank Your Wicked parents or something I, it's, a, it's a great <laughs> little book you know thank your wicked parents but the thing about forgiveness was uh, oh boy i hope i get this right you know he said forgiveness is um he said something like forgiveness is holding on to the idea of a better past and uh or something like that it, it was what he said just holding on to the idea uh, for a better past and we hold on to it. But what you said is so important that we should take a moment to mm-hmm. talk more about it. The idea that forgiveness might be something we do for us as opposed mm-hmm. to doing it, quote, for another person. I think that's right. so very important, isn't it? And it doesn't mean we're condoning the act. No, not at all. And right. you don't even have to face the person. Thank you know, you. you don't ever have to see that person again. You know, forgiveness happens in your soul. Mm. You know, it, 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 it's deep within yourself. And, but again, it's like a, I liken it to an onion. Because while I was busy trying to forgive the person who abused me, I, I would think I was there. And then maybe I would see them. And then it would all come back. You know, and I'd be scared and I'd be nervous and whatever. It was when 
I could neutralize the emotion and be around that person and not even feel a thing that I knew that I was making progress. Mm. So there is kind of a removing the emotion around it that I think is critical to it as well. But, you know, perhaps the hardest person to ever forgive is yourself. Mm. Uh, or it was in my experience. Yeah, um, for me too. Yeah, I played the blame game after I lost my child. I, I did the what ifs and the blame game for so long, you know, and it got me nowhere fast. And it's mm. just a waste of time. Uh, so um, forgiving yourself is just, I prayed and prayed and prayed about that one. And it, it took a great deal of time, but I think I'm there. I think these spiritual truths kind of helped me get there. Like, no matter what I would have done, I think that we would have had the same result. Yeah. Um, you know, because we're all on our own journey. She was on hers. I was mm-hmm. on mine. Mm-hmm. And um, my abuser was on his. You know, it's how I react to the situation that makes the difference. Mm-hmm. I think the perception is perhaps a difficult, makes healing more difficult than it has to be. If you were just mm-hmm. to change your perception or your viewpoint on anything, it'll change everything. And I love that because writing a book here, and we're going to give another copy of the book away. You know, we're going to talk about this here when we come back because I'm really fired mm-hmm. up about this. You know, mm-hmm. in the chapter that you do talk about dis-ease, another mm-hmm. quote, love it. Here you go, folks. Fear does not stop death. It stops life. Ricks and Gracie. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the fear. You know, what is it about fear that attracts, attracts disease to us in ways that we cannot even fathom, just attracts it like a magnet? We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll give away another copy of the book, everybody. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Badili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. What if your body and mind were the compasses to the secrets, mysteries, and magic of life? Glenna Rice, co-host of The Questionable Parent, is inviting you to access all that is possible. Glenna is a 10-year certified veteran access consciousness facilitator who offers an amazing variety of life-changing classes and workshops. Work with Glenna from anywhere with teleclasses and workshops all over the globe. To learn more and see Glenna's current schedule of events, classes, and workshops, visit GlennaRice.com. Disease, one of the most dreaded words in our vocabulary. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know traditionally we have viewed disease as a degenerative process? Disease is better understood when we view it as disease in the human body. Disease means without ease. 
Health is not merely the absence of disease. It's when every part of the body works together effortlessly, relaxed and at ease. It's that relaxed state that lets energy flow in waves through and around the entire body. Every organ has an electrical charge, and when overcharged or undercharged, dis-ease occurs. And it is an effort to go through our day. We are able to determine the exact disease of the body and design a specific solution to correct the nutritional imbalance. Contact us at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at MaryJaneMack.com. Are you anxious, worried, or insecure? Hi, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub. I'm the author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution. Join me for my next breakthrough video seminar, which starts on September 10th. This program has helped thousands of people worldwide to overcome their struggles with anxiety, and I'm certain it can also help you. If you're ready to be free again and have a stronger foundation of inner peace and confidence, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. And for those of you out there, Benny, let's do it up. Let's give away another copy of the book, Waking Up to Heal. Sharon Critchfield joining me here today. And the quote is from the book. And I just want to make sure you all know is that, you know, each chapter brings you on a journey. And not only do you see and hear about the many ways that healing opportunities show up, you know, but Sharon takes you on her life's journey. So that you can see that this is not about concepts or constructs or maybe a good idea. You can get a sense of how things really could work. And I think that's, that's the discovery. And that's why, you know, that's why I wake up every day. Um, And, you know, Sharon, before we get back out this, I'd like to know your website. And Benny, let's give another copy of the book away. 1-800-930-2888. One nine, uh, first caller, um, Sharon. Again, please give out your website and let folks know how they can get a copy of your book. Um, it's at www.sharoncritchfield.com, mm-hmm. and my book can be found on my website. I offer it there in the store, and then it's also on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, iBooks. You know, any place you can get books, and it's in bookstores as well. Well, okay. The quote, fear does not stop death, it stops life. Ricks and Gracie, quote, in the book, Mm -hmm. chapter on dis-ease. I cannot wait to hear why you picked that little quote right there. (laughs) Well, I believe that at any given moment, we're either living out of fear or love, one or the other. 
Mm-hmm. And, of course, the optimum is to always be out of love. But so many are in fear. You know, think about the thoughts you have every day. You know, just your basic thoughts. You know, a gazillion of them. If we were to sit and examine what our self-talk was like, a lot of it would be negative. And that negativity is based, comes out of the fear side of things. Well, whatever we think, we know that the law of attraction states, and it's true, that whatever we think, do, and say, our actions, just bring us more of the same. So if we're continuing with the negative self-talk and any other negative things we do, we're just going to get more of that back. If we don't address the things that need to be healed, they're going to manifest in some way. They're going to manifest in either us getting sick. They're going to manifest in maybe not being able to hold on to a relationship or financial ruin or a myriad of ways because we have to be made so uncomfortable in our situation that we have no choice but to address it and heal it. And I think that's a large portion of why bad things happen to good people. It's our lesson. It's what we have to address in order to move on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like you. I don't think we want folks to have to go through what we went through. And I think... You know, I know for me, for sure, that's why I do this every day. That's why, you know, we've made a decision and a commitment to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's anything that we can share today with folks that will help them um, to really embrace the idea of waking up sooner, that would be really quite a robust goal for us, wouldn't it? I mean, isn't that part of what you're doing? And not just that, you also offer a way that people can work with you so so we don't have to go through this alone. Right. And hopefully nobody will have to get to that really uncomfortable part, you know, mm-hmm. of healing. They can recognize maybe by listening to you or reading my book that, hmm, I'm going through something similar let me let me address that. Maybe that's why I have chronic insomnia, or maybe that's why mm-hmm. I have, you know, this other repeated pattern I can't get rid of. And maybe it will cause them to maybe see that it doesn't need to be that difficult or that hard. Um, right. One of the things that you also mention in the book and you talk about quite a bit, I think, is, you know, waking up to heal, waking up to heal. And, of course, that is you know, Waking Up to Heal is the title of the book. Um, but you also talk about some things that are pretty funny. And I want you to stop for a minute <laughs> yeah. and talk about it. Yeah, one, of the, one of the chapters in the book is called The Good, the Bad, and the Downright Hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. I can look back, and even today, you know, I, I do look back and think about some things that are quite hilarious. Um, how do you get to that place? How does an individual get to that place? You know, I can 
totally say I'm not sure how I got there. Uh I've always had a good sense of humor, and I've used my sense of humor to see me through so many times. My sense of humor is what helps others as well. Um, When you can sit and laugh at yourself and some of the the silly things that happen that only real life can bring to you, first of all, it makes life a whole lot more fun. And, um, you know, when you have to deal with those things that aren't as pleasant, you've always got the fun to go back to and and the humor. (laughs) And um, I just, I had to put some of those things in the book because I didn't want the book to be all doom and gloom and, and this right. is hard and you know it needed to be a balance and um and there was so many fun fun times and still is and I think people need to find humor every single day in w- whatever way they can because it will sure help things go along and it raises your vibration I mean everybody's at their own vibratory level and the higher your vibration the more positive you are the more positive things are going to come to you. So laughing is just perhaps, like they say, the best medicine. Yeah. I mean, do you find it really interesting that you can step back now and kind of chuckle at yourself a bit? Because I find that pretty, I find that pretty interesting, you know, for me. I mean, I, I, I can laugh at myself pretty easily these days. And growing up, that was not exactly the thing that I would do. Um, we are we are humorous, even in even on our best days as well as our worst days. You know, we we can be quite funny to take a step back and look at, don't you think? Yes, because I think most people take life entirely too seriously. Oh, yeah. I mean, our our basic innate nature is to be happy. <laughs> you know, God wants us to be happy. That's what we're supposed to be, and um. So I think our in well, that's what my new book is going to be about, um, yeah. happiness and how to find yours. And um, yeah. I just think if we're if that's our end goal, then we're going to look at okay, what's in my way, you know, mm. from being a happy person and being the way God wants us to be able to live our life mm-hmm. and not take things so seriously. Yeah. I love it. I want to thank you for today. This hour has just flown by. I have one last question for you, Sharon. What is your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Probably one of the things that we didn't get to, well, actually there's Mm -hmm. two. One is that you have the power within yourself to heal yourself and have exactly the kind of life you want to have. And it's all within you. Um, the next thing is that I think a lot of what gets in people's way is their own sense of self-worth mm. and their own, their self-love. And I think people need to maybe sit back and examine that a little bit oh, and yeah. realize we're all, God is within all of us. Mm-hmm. We're all divine. You know, he, a child of God would be nothing short of magnificent, you know. <sighs> So we are all this divine part of one. We're all one. And we should practice that self-love and that self-acceptance. And I think that's really at the root of uh, Mm. why we stay in this fear. 
Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for today. What a great way to end the show. Hey, everybody, we got another fabulous hour coming up. Stay tuned. I can be saved. Tides that I tried to swim against. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.